what is your number one podcast question that you have right now? I would say it's honestly, what is the, in right now in 2019, what is the best way to effectively uh, start a two-way conversation, engagement with the with your audience, because um, that's definitely been the biggest challenge. I've tried social media and, you know, putting things on the podcast, calls to action, all the things I'm supposed to do. And I find that it's still a massive challenge. And when I talk to some other people, they've asked me the same thing. So advice. it is, <laughs> yeah, no, it is, it is a big <laughs> obstacle because podcasting is not only is it a one way conversation, <laughs> but Often people are doing it while they're also doing something else. So they're not necessarily in a place where they're trying to re-engage with you. Um, right. <laughs> you mean like they're in transit or Yeah, or like they're, they're in the middle and, of yeah. doing something. And so they're not like, oh, let me let me stop in the middle of the highway and, and put this question <laughs> in here. Uh, Good point. So, so there's a couple things that you can do. I think the, the number one thing to remember is that whenever you ask people to engage with you, to give you feedback, to submit questions... You want to make sure as a podcast host that you are affirming and and showing gratitude for them engaging with you. So that could be, you know, an automatic email response when somebody submits a question on your website, like they need to they need to get an email that says, "Thank you so much for taking the time to submit this question. You know, I I read every single one and I'll get back to you as as soon as I can or whatever that verbiage needs to be." Okay. You want to affirm that I'm grateful you took this step to get in touch with me. And and this is this is great because otherwise they're like, well, why am I why am I going through this effort to reach out if you know it it doesn't result in anything for me? Um, so that's so that's just like a thirty thousand foot view like mindset that I think is important is whenever you're asking someone to take time and actually do work and put effort out to try and reach out to you to make sure that you reciprocate that um, so that way they feel like fulfilled by that in you know active engagement. Um, but then beyond that, like on the practical level, I've found Facebook groups to probably be the most effective way of connecting with people and also allowing your listeners to connect with each other. Like that's the cool part where people that are listening to your podcast start talking to each other. And it's almost like they make a little book club out of your podcast and they can be anywhere in the world and still be engaged in the conversation. Um, now, the key to making Facebook groups work is that you want to be an active participant in the conversation. So that's initiating conversations, that's replying to people in comments under their posts, that is doing Facebook Lives where you can interact with people as they pop in and leave comments. Like You want to be the initiator of the conversations wherever you do decide like this is going to be the focus of the community that we're building. Does that make sense? No, it does make sense. And and <clears throat> we just still have a hard time getting people there. Yeah. <laughs> so, you know, we're still like, hey, come to the Facebook group. And I'm curious, we're doing a couple of actions now. And I'm curious to see if uh, how they'll unfold. But it's been like talking, talking into an, an echoing hall of late. So I'm just curious. Yeah, no. So I found Facebook ideas. groups, Facebook groups, I found to be the most effective. Um, recognize that only a portion of your listeners are going to join the Facebook group and contribute. Totally normal, right? So don't get yeah. bummed out if you have like, you know, 200 people that listen to an episode and 12 are in your Facebook group. It's all right. Those are your 12 <laughs> super fans. Um, 
you yeah, can't. I, I got a, I got a, a aha on that because I joined a coaching circle. Like I, I did a Facebook live with somebody or mm-hmm. I went to listen to her and she has 7 million downloads and a hundred people showed up. And I think even she was surprised. (laughs) So, you know, but she said, you know, remember that, guys, you know, this is and she has a team and, you know, publicist. And so, yeah, I do realize that. But, you know, I still I'm always curious what what ideas are out there because we've, you know, tried the Instagram and the Facebook Mm -hmm. groups and stuff. (laughs) Well, well, I I would say it, it will be more effective if you have one clear call to action that you repeat ad nauseum every single okay. episode that'll okay. be because because whenever you start to multiply you mean options, like go here and here and here and here rather yeah, than just say come to our facebook group I exactly got it. exactly and people so are decide- still using facebook i mean mm-hmm. yeah well so so the thing about facebook is it's essentially become the new online forum yeah. and uh facebook is emphasizing groups now more than ever okay uh especially Good over pages and so Facebook is promoting group content more than it ever has before. And Facebook is something that everyone is familiar with. So even if they're not right. super technically inclined, chances are they have a Facebook profile. And so you're not <laughs> trying to teach them some new habit or some new skill. In order co- to connect with you, you're inserting yourself into a piece of their life that probably already exists. Um, yeah, that part I like. <laughs> so so that's, that's, that's the great thing about Facebook. Cool. Everyone basically knows how it works. If they, if they are technically... Uh, advanced enough to listen to a podcast they know how to make Facebook work and how to leave comments and stuff so it just removes that as a barrier and and it's something that's accessible all over the world as well